Webster. And uh, hello there, hello Nick. And uh, an interesting day today uh, because uh, we had three wins. We predicted the three wins that came through, but um, but we did not get the overs that we thought we would. Well, I will claim the under in the uh, Uruguay-Saudi Arabia game. So hopefully you put a whole heap load of dosh on that one and a little bit less on the other two. You seem to be having some microphone problems, though, Mr. Giver. Yeah, a, a, a few. We'll get it sorted here. It's no big deal. Uh, but uh, can, you, can you hear me now? I certainly can. Okay, good. Yeah, uh, you, you know, you had the, uh, you had the under... And uh, I had over on all three. But it was interesting to me because, I mean, we were certainly expecting a lot more from Cristiano Ronaldo in terms of... Well, it looks like uh, Mr. Gieber has been cheaping out on the batteries once again and... And no wonder my backdrop doesn't change because he's, he, he's yet to pay me for all my insights. Um, but yes, Portugal against Morocco. I actually really liked Morocco in their first game against Iran and thought they were pretty unlucky to lose to that real comical own goal at the death. And in all honesty, you know, Ronaldo opens up the scoring in the fourth minute. Nice, nice header. He was pretty brave. And uh, typical Ronaldo fashion continues right. to make storyline about himself but Morocco gave Portugal all they could handle and at the end of the day considered themselves quite unlucky to be out of the World Cup but it's all set up now for Portugal to take on Iran coached by a certain Carlos Cortes a Portuguese fella all right we're going to be right back after this here on Fist Street Soccer we've got our sound problems fixed find us on the web www.fiststreetsports.com we're coming to you on Sports Byline SB Nation Radio. We'll be right back after this. And now, Valero Summer Vacation Driving Tips. Keep these in mind as you embark on your journey. Give your car a safety check, including coolant tank, hoses, belts, tire pressure, battery, air and fuel filters. Prepare an emergency kit to keep in the vehicle and have a phone number for nationwide automotive assistance in the event you need towing or maintenance. Be sure you have your license, registration, and current insurance card. And now, a word from Valero. Where is your there? Your happy place. Your go-to destination. Maybe it's that hidden cove by the lake. Or that place an hour and a half away on Route 6 that serves the world's best meatloaf. Or maybe it's home. At Valero, we have the fuel to get you there, wherever there is. Because Valero top-tier certified quality fuel keeps your engine running cleaner, better, and longer. Find a station near you at ValeroCleanGas.com. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. 
and you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Call the CPAP hotline now. 800-430-4234. 800-430-4234. That's 800-430-4234. Copays and deductible supply. Supplies are replaced in accordance with Medicare guidelines. All right, welcome back to the show. Fistry Soccer Sports Byline USA SB Nation Radio. We're brought to you by BetInSports.eu. It's great to be with you. By the way, big hello to our men and women in uniform listening around the world on American Forces Network. It is great to be with you. It's a privilege to be with you. As we are each and every week, the weekday from 1 p.m. Pacific, and then once again at 6 p.m. Pacific. Uh, Nick Gieber and Nick Webster. Um, the topic, obviously, World Cup. The discussion this segment, video assistant referee. Uh, Nick Webster, I am a big fan of this. I think the implementation of the VAR system has been good. I wouldn't say it's been flawless, but I will say that. I really like the fact that there's another set of eyes looking at potentially controversial decisions, and we're not asking a referee that has one angle to look at to make a decision on a game that's, tr- that's uh, happening at a fairly high rate of speed. What's your thoughts? Well, uh, while I agree with you that it hasn't been flawless, um, and yes, I, I do like it myself, but I'm still very disappointed about the implementation of it. We've yet to hit the consistency that this system needs to make it not only fair, but worthwhile. And I can't help but think back to uh, the England game, for an example, where VAR has been used and uh, Kyle Walker has been a judge to have used his elbow in a reckless manner and a penalty has been given against England. I don't have any problem, you know, while I didn't agree with the decision, I don't have any problem that the referee's given it and VAR has backed him up. However, within the same game, Harry Kane's been rugby tackled twice I mean, arms around him in the penalty area, and VAR hasn't been used to look at that call. Now, either the referee hasn't seen it, and I totally understand that, but the officials up in the VAR booth must have seen it, and it's their duty to let the referees know that he's missed a call. And I think that's where the problem is right now. I don't think the officials in the VAR booth have been given enough latitude to get in touch with the referee to explain to him that he may have missed a decision. And I saw something similar in, in um, not, well, not similar, but uh, another incident in, in the Spain-Iran game where there was a scramble in the box and one of the Iranian players fell on the ball. And he, I mean, he touched it four or five times with his hand. I mean, it's, it's a penalty, whatever way you look at it, but the referee has missed it. We've seen it on the replay, but then they did use VAR on the Iranian offside goal. And yes, the player was in an offside position, so it's a correct call. So I I think what needs to be established is when and where are we going to go to the video replay booth? And how often in the game are we going to do it? Yeah, you know, Nick, I think that's a great point. Uh, First of all, that's something that I've been saying for the last number of years that I've been calling for VAR or some forms of it for the game. My opinion was and still is that we need to review every goal uh, automatically by VAR as it should be reviewed because play has stopped at that point. Any penalty awarded needs to be reviewed by VAR to make sure that uh, it was a true penalty that the player wasn't diving or maybe the referee just you know miscalled it uh, because play has stopped at that point. We have goal line technology for the ball that goes over the line and for my money, Nick, that's really kind of where it ends. You review every goal, make sure that it wasn't offside, make sure that the goal was fair and then you review... Uh, you review every penalty call that the referee makes, and and that's it. And those are the those are the times that you use VAR. Other than that, you have to leave the match to the discretion of the referee and the assistant referees that are running the sideline, and maybe give them a little bit more authority to stop play. Although I, they have done that over the last few years, but I like it. Look, the game needs it, Nick. This is a, a great sport, as we all know. Goals are very hard to find, unless of course you're Russia playing. Uh, uh, unless you're Russia. Uh, who did they play the first game? They scored five goals. Saudi Arabia. Uh, Saudi Arabia. Thank you. Um, g- goals are hard to come by, and and each one needs to be ensured that it is the right call. So it, it, just like in the in basketball, you know, when you get down to the last few minutes, they they can look at the they can look at the 
the uh, replays to make sure they're making the right calls. So I, I'm in favor of that. But I think it is it is a bit of a Pandora's box when you're letting folks up in the VAR booth uh, call down to the ref who's on the pitch and say, hey, you know, two minutes ago, you missed a penalty. That should have been a penalty. Stop playing, call it back. I don't know about that. I think I think I think that's probably too much. I think they're just two or three set times when you can use VAR, uh, maybe on a foul call on cards, yellow and red cards. So you can you can look at VAR for that too. So I'm going to expand. There we go. I'm changing my opinion as we speak, Nick. I'm going to expand. So let's do uh, yellow cards, red cards. Uh, let's look at uh, all penalty calls and all goals to be reviewed. That's it. Nothing else. End of story. <laughs> Well, one of the most contentious decisions in all of football is is an offside decision, Nick. The flag stays down, the flag goes up. And Kalina, the head of the Referees Association, has encouraged referees to keep their flags down and to let play develop. So I'm, I'm actually all for that decision because I think in the past we've yeah. seen referee, assistant referees and the flag shoots up immediately. And some of these decisions have been borderline. And the fact that we can now have the assistant referees keep their flags down. Maybe the play develops. Maybe a goal scored. We go back, we look at the VAR. And yes, it is a borderline decision, but it goes in favor of the attackers. Whereas before, that would yeah. have been an automatic free kick for the defending team. But I think, you know... To, and, you know and, 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 and Nick, uh, under the Giba rule, that would, that would in fact be reviewed. Every goal would be reviewed. So I, I, I'm with you. I think it's terrific that they're going to keep the flags down. Because and that's one well, that's one instance where VAR will actually help with stoppage of play. There'll be fewer stoppage of play possibly because we have VAR. I think it will be fantastic if this rule comes into play and it is known from henceforth as the Giba rule. That would be fantastic. Get your GRs out. Um, I you know I agree with some of what you're saying and 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 some of the other stuff you're saying is complete and utter rubbish. But um, that is such. I, I think it, so it, it, all come, it, it all comes down to consistency. And I think when you have human beings involved in a decision, I think it's impossible to actually get consistency because what you see and what I see, I mean, we could see completely different things within the same situation. And I, I think, you know, people. The funny thing is this, Nick. People have said, oh, VAR is going to ruin the game. It's going to take all the you know, banter back and forth out of it. But actually, I think VAR is going to increase the banter back and forth out of it because now we're really going to be um, talking about decisions and, and, and exactly what we did see and what we felt. And our inherent biases <laughs> are going to yeah. come out. Hence, hence the Kyle Walker that's never a penalty. It's never but a penalty. Agree. Yeah, they're like, well, he's done him with the elbow. I mean, it's a clear as day penalty. You know, two other rules, Nick, uh, that I would like to see. Uh, number one is I would love to see, uh, I would love to see them inst institute the rugby rules where only the captain can talk to the referee. Um, I think that would be an extremely uh, helpful rule to institute, uh, and would also stop the crowding around the referee. Um, I don't understand why players crowd the referee when he has clearly indicated that it's going to be a video replay. Uh, I think once the referee has indicated a video replay, there should be no players 15, 15 paces, 15 yards from the referee. Let him speak to the people in the booth and get the call right. Um, those are two more rules I would like to see instituted, Nick. And if you disagree with me on those, you're a knob. <laughs> Well, actually, I do tend to agree with you on the uh, ruling about, you know, it goes to the video replay. And yes, the uh, referee should be left alone to, you know, deal, deal with whatever he's got to deal with. The second rule, actually, and another rule we're going to take from rugby is that the game goes on when someone's injured, unless it's yeah. a mortal injury. You know, keep the game. The, the beauty of rugby is, and, and especially... For, for the viewers, honestly, if you have a chance to watch international rugby, this game goes at 100 miles an hour. There's bodies all over the place. There's trainers on the field, but the game keeps going on. And I think if we could do that in football, it would make it so much more exciting. So let's look to rugby to change the bloody rules of football, because after all, it was called rugby football. It, it certainly was, Nick. And uh, we can debate the, the issuance of further rugby rules as long as you keep your hands off the ball. All right, uh, when we come back here uh, on Fifth Street Soccer, uh, we are going to get into some um, other aspects of the World Cup. Let's, we're going to go back. I have a, just a, 
something I got to get off my chest, and, I, and if you're watching on on YouTube, don't worry, it's not my shirt. Uh, about well, some comments I made. Me, you called me a knobnik, so <laughs> I, I would have everything off your chest by now. Yeah, I got to, about some of the comments I've made uh, regarding the Fox announcing team uh, and some other thoughts. Don't worry, folks, we will be giving you our picks for the upcoming matches. Uh, this is Fifth Street Soccer Sports Byline USA. Nick Eber, Nick Webster. We'll be right back. Results may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. They can take your property, take you to court, even put you in jail. One call to Wall and Associates and your tax problems are solved. Wall has saved clients over $150 million in the last five years. Our average client settles for about 10% of what is owed. With one call to Wall, you'll never need to talk to the IRS again. We offer free face-to-face consultations in your local area. Remember, Wall has a proven track record with a total client savings over $150 million. Call now for your free face-to-face consultation. 800-813-9940. If you suffer from back pain, joint pain, arthritis, or other chronic pain, you need to try the water therapy benefits that Avantage Therapeutic Walk-In Bath provides. Not only does Avantage Walk-In Bath help get you in and out of the tub safely, it is proven to be beneficial to relieve aches and pains, giving you the relief to enjoy your day. You can enjoy taking your new bath and rejuvenating your body in as little as seven days. And if you call today and ask for the radio special, we'll give you a $1,500 coupon towards the purchase of a new Vantage walk-in bath. Every call in the next 10 minutes will receive a $1,500 coupon towards the purchase of a new Vantage walk-in bath. Your aches and pains can be washed away. Call right now for a risk-free quote. 800-552-6851. 800-552-6851. That's 800-552-6851. It has been said that everyone has a book in them, but do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family, or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003-800-485-6003-800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. All right, we're back. Fifth Street Soccer, Sports Byline, SB Nation Radio. Nick Eber, Nick Webster. Find us on the web at fifthstreetsports.com. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Talk. You can find us on Twitter at Sports. And if you absolutely have something you've got to get off your chest, you can give us a call in the studio at 800-878-PLAY. That's 800-878-PLAY. Nick and I, the two Nicks, we will be happy to answer your questions or listen to your comments at 800-878-PLAY. Nick Webster, the last couple of days we've been more than critical of Fox Sports and their broadcasting of the World Cup. We've talked about the fact they didn't send the teams to Russia. We've talked about the fact that they sort of brought in a largely JV team, to use an American term, uh, for the broadcasting team. However, we have been quick to point out that those people who uh, denigrate Fox and and point to the other networks as the guys that are great for soccer forget that Fox was the one that really grew soccer here in America in the early days when these other networks weren't going to touch it. So having said all of that, 
Nick Webster. I've taken a lot of heat in the last 24 hours on Facebook. And again, if you'd like to give me some more heat on Facebook, you can do that. Facebook.com forward slash Fifth Street Sports Talk about my dislike of Ali Wagner in the booth. Now, I've been called a sexist on this, Nick. Uh, I've had certain people come onto the Facebook page and say that uh, I'm just mad because it's a girl wanting to get into the treehouse. And uh, I couldn't, and, and I have said, and I want to just reiterate this, and I'll get your take on this, Nick Webster. I really don't care if it's a male voice or a female voice. Um, all I care about is that the person that's calling the game has a basic knowledge of not so much the game, because clearly Ali Wagner has played for the U.S. national team and has played professional women's football. She, she understands the game, but she doesn't understand the game, as in the teams, the players, the leagues, the soap opera that goes on. This is what you really have to do as a color commentator. Uh, clearly evidenced by her calling Tottenham the Spurs, which, you know, is short of a Jason Sudeikis uh, a parody that NBC put on, uh, one never says. Uh, so it has nothing to do with her as a woman or her as a player. She's just not really qualified or, or educated enough or followed the game at this, uh, this side of the game enough I think to really be a good color commentator. There have been some excellent women color commentators. I actually thought when she was the color commentator, I believe it was for ESPN last time around, I actually thought Julie Foudy was possibly the best, uh, the best color commentator in the booth. I thought she was terrific. So it has nothing to do with women for me. It just has to do with the person making the call. Uh, what do you think, Nick? Am I being unfairly targeted here? Well, I think it boils down to this, and 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 you mentioned the, the the whole package of knowing everything about the game, and it takes years and years to develop um, a, a reference, and certainly an historical reference that many football fans, soccer fans, love, and you know. I, I can pride myself on naming goal scorers from 1974 and 1978 and, and who's won what league and who's, who's transferring where. And I think all this information together adds a certain gravitas to the call. Now, unless you're fully embedded in that, it's very hard to do. And, and in that case, you have to rely on your producers. And as I said to you yesterday, I believe, and uh, you know, I'm not going to say this as I know this for a fact, but I have a very good intuition that many of the producers that are currently working on the Fox soccer shows are not soccer people. And if you are not a soccer person, you are not going to understand what storylines are important to the regular or the more, uh, should I say, the, the, the supporter who has a background in the game. If you are a non-soccer producer, you are just going to grab the nearest storyline. And as we've seen so many times from the Fox broadcast, the storylines of this World Cup revolve around Ronaldo and Lionel Messi. And that seems to be about the extent of their broadcasting yeah. knowledge. Of course, uh, Mexico, which is, it seems so uh, such an antithesis of what Fox is all about, being that they just spend... On the big fox, they spend all their time bashing Mexico. And meanwhile, on Fox Sports 1, Mexico is the team they're supporting. So go figure. But I, it's, it's, it's down to the producers, Nick. And ultimately, until you get people in who really understand the game of football, Fox is going to suffer in that department because the producers are the yeah. one giving the talent the info. And, and, and you know, Nick, I want, I want to go back to a point I want to just uh, reiterate about Ali Wagner. I have nothing against Ali Wagner. She may, she may make a wonderful color commentator for all matches as we go down the line. But she clearly is not ready to call the biggest football event uh, uh, every four years, which is this is, you know, I would say, I would jokingly say this is the World Cup of broad, football broadcasting because it literally is the World Cup of football broadcasting. You put your A team on this. Uh, if you're ESPN, you try to get your best announcer, no matter. Uh, you know, of any sport, which is if you remember why they had uh, a swing and a miss come in and try it. The, ba uh, the baseball announcer, Dave O'Brien, yeah, back in 2002. Why Fox tried to bring Gus Johnson in. These are, not, these are not announcers that have little experience. These are some of the most experienced announcers they have, and they want to bring them in for the big match. Now, clearly, those two particular selections didn't work out. By the way, through no fault of their own. Dave O'Brien was never at fault of that. Gus Johnson was never at fault for that. 
Um, it was an experiment that was tried by both ESPN and Fox and was successful for some people and, and for more people was not successful. But, you know, they did try, but they didn't throw someone in that wasn't ready for prime time. Ali Wagner, folks, is, was not ready for prime time. They shouldn't have put her in that situation. Uh, they, should have, they should have allowed her to cut her teeth on some other tournaments before they would put her up on the big stage for the World Cup because, you know, she doesn't deserve to take the type of criticism she's taking. Uh, it's the producers at Fox that put her in that position. You don't ever want to set your people up to fail. So that's just my take on it. Um, there's no sexism involved here for me personally. I may be, uh, uh, I may be a xenophobic, sexist a-hole, but in this particular case, uh, there really is none. Uh, so let's move on, shall we, Nick, to the, uh, to the next. You, you like that self-realization, don't you, Nick? I can see you nodding. <laughs> a, a special moment in broadcast history has just occurred, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little therapy, right? A little self-admission. Uh, well, you know, you, it, Nick, you can never get help for a problem unless you could admit you have one, right? Isn't that how it works? That's what <laughs> <Okay>. they say. <laughs> All right. All right, let's go back to today's matches, Nick. Uh, Morocco-Portugal. Uh, I had the over on this. I was convinced Cristiano Ronaldo was going to make this a goal fest. He ended up scoring one goal. Um, Morocco showed some pretty good steel, I thought, in their defending. It was overall, for my money, a fairly dire match. Uh, and um, uh, in Morocco did lose. Portugal did get the win. Uh, a far cry from the 3-3 humdinger of a match they had against Spain. But they will take the 1-0. Now, what makes this so fascinating, Nick, is on the other side, uh, Iran, who eked out that 1-0 victory over Morocco, uh, showed some very solid defending. I mean, I was really impressed with their defending. I was a little cynical at times, but what can a team like Iran do to try to pack everyone behind the ball? They certainly slowed Spain down. The more I look at this Spanish team, the more convinced I am that they are definitely, this is their last hurrah. This is a team that's definitely uh, reaching its sell-by date. Having said that, they still taste pretty good So when they, when they can, but they had trouble breaking Iran down. Again, Nick, no difference in the goal margin. Right now, it, they are, uh, Spain and Portugal are dead even on this table, at the top of the table, a goal differential, which is the first tiebreaker. Head-to-head is the second. There was a draw. So this is all going to go down, Nick, to the last and final match in this group to decide, to decide who comes out on top. Um, do you think Spain will have an easier time breaking down Morocco? And do you think Portugal will have an easier time breaking down Iran? Well, looking at Spain today, for all their possession, they created absolutely uh, very, very little in terms of golden opportunities. And, and in all honesty, Iran almost snatched what would have been yes. a fantastic draw. Yes, that, and, and, and their defending was, uh, I, th- I thought it was excellent, super it organized, yep. uh, packing the middle. And, and yeah, let's, let's give them credit for what they did. Um, the Portugal-Morocco game, I was actually quite impressed with Morocco again. I liked them in the first game. I thought they were unlucky. I liked them again today. Um, they play with the right kind of intent. Although, as you said, you know, Portugal do have this fella, CR7, who somehow has the ability to make the World Cup all about himself. So now we go into this final group day. And I, I think Spain, it's, 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 a, it's a kind of tough one to call because although they showed, you know, wonderful goal scoring prowess in the game against Portugal, you know, if you, if you can't break down a team that's going to pack it in and, you know, Morocco have got nothing left to play for. Um, so I, I see actually Spain probably winning this one 2 nothing, And then on the other side, you know, Portugal and Iran. Iran know that if they, if they got the win, they go through. I mean, that would just be staggering. So, yeah. uh, and we saw today that you know, from an attacking point of view, when, when they did put their foot down and have a go at Spain, they created some fairly good opportunities and they've shown that they can defend. So if I was the uh, Iranian coach who's uh, Portuguese himself and has coached Cristiano Ronaldo yeah. on many occasions. Carlos Quiroz. knows about Quiroz. Ronaldo. Yeah. yeah, Carlos Quiroz. Let's shut Ronaldo down and see what the rest of uh, Portugal has. Right. So I, what the... I can actually – I see a surprise here, Nick. I do. Really? I don't. But actually what I see here is a wonderful game that's going to be wide open because Iran are going to come out to win this match. It's going to create a lot of space, and we're going to see what the Portuguese team is made of. Uh, I expect uh, Cristiano Ronaldo to step up here and have another very big match 
it's going to be probably so far one of the most critical matches of the tournament that you can watch and certainly it's poised for an absolutely delicious uh 90 minutes so uh i can't wait nick i i'm very excited for this one uh saudi arabia uruguay was the other match today it was you know pretty pretty dull to be fair uh, all right, we're going to go to break. Uh, we'll be right back here on Fifth Street Soccer, Sports Byline USA, SB Nation Radio. Nick Gieber and Nick Webster here. We are here uh, with you every Monday through Friday from 1 p.m. Pacific and then again at 6. We'll be right back. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Attention timeshare owners, this is an urgent consumer alert from Resort Release, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get rid of their expensive timeshares. Once you've made that decision to get rid of your timeshare for any reason, Resort Release is offering a Better Business Bureau accredited way to legally get rid of your timeshare guaranteed. We guarantee to get rid of your timeshare payments permanently, even if you've tried another company to get rid of your expensive timeshare call now and see if we can help you at resort release you don't pay anything until you're ready if you're ready to learn how to permanently get rid of your costly timeshare make this complimentary free call right now 800-598-0539-800-598-0539-800-598-0539 that's 800-598-0539 If you are age 85 or younger, call to learn more about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. The average funeral now costs over $10,000. Are you at risk of leaving loved ones to help pay your debts? A final expense policy for seniors can pay up to $30,000 for funeral and other final expenses. You don't need a medical exam, and you can have lifetime coverage, and the policy cannot be canceled. To receive free information about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. Call now. You'll also receive information about a free prescription discount card just for calling in. Agents are standing by. Call 800 508 5774. 800 508 5774. 800 508 5774. Call now. That's 800 508 5774. All right, folks, welcome back to the show. Fifth Street Soccer, Sports Byline USA, SB Nation Radio. Nick Eber, Nick Webster with you here as we are each and every weeknight from 1 p.m. Pacific time and then again 6 p.m. Pacific time. So that's four on the east and nine on the east. Is that correct? Four on the east and nine on the east. Yes, my math is good. Uh, <laughs> we're also with you on the web at fifthstreetsports.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Talk. And by the way, uh, if, you'd love, if you'd like to communicate with us, uh, at any time, it's a great place to do it on the web. I'd like to say hello to uh, our new listener, Patrick McCormick, who joins us on, uh, on our Facebook uh, stream. So it's great to have you with us. Uh, and we would love for you to participate with the show. You can find us on Twitter at Fifth Street Sports. Nick Webster, we have a number of matches tomorrow, surprisingly enough, three, uh, in keeping with tradition here. Uh, we have uh, two uh, Group C matches. We have Australia, Denmark, and Peru, France. And we have one in Group D, a fairly juicy match between Croatia and Argentina. Uh, Shall we start by taking a look at Denmark, uh, Australia? And, uh, and, uh, you know, for my money, the Danes in their previous match didn't look all that good. I mean, they were fine. They got the win. 
Australia, I thought, surprised as we thought they would, Nick. We knew they were always capable of uh, surprising. They gave France a fairly torrid time. Uh, a win for Denmark, though, would uh, all but secure a place in the knockout round. Uh, it depends on the other group, though, match between France and Peru, later, which is later on uh, in the day. We're going to get to that match, too. That's, a, you know, Group C uh, matchup uh, also. Um, you have to wonder, with a guy like uh, Christian Cueva, who missed the penalty uh, for Peru's first game, if that's going to affect him coming into this game, you know, the mental side of this game is so very important. Uh, and Australia, I thought they were unlucky, quite frankly. They were unlucky. Uh, it, was an, it ended up being an awkward game. I thought their, I thought their uh, performance was, uh, was, was excellent. Um, you know, I don't know where to go with this game, Nick. The book, bookies have Denmark as a plus 353 favorite, which I think is pretty... Is, is, is a little overstated, maybe. Uh, pardon me. Uh, excuse me. Australia plus 353 dog. Denmark are a minus 103 favorite. Uh, and it's hard for me to really decide which way to go on this one, Nick. I think the Danes might just eke it out 1-0 again. Uh, it, that's sort of the way I'm thinking. But then I think of Australia and I think the sort of athleticism that they come out with. And it's difficult for me to see them losing or winning by just one goal. How do you see this match going down? I think you've got two very workmanlike teams. Uh, neither are going to dazzle you with their flair and unpredictability. You know exactly what you're going to get. I like the way you're thinking with the under. I could see this one being a uh, a one nil as you as you predicted, but I think one nil could go either way. And I, I I also see a tie in this one as well. I mean, a, a draw yeah. wouldn't be the worst result for Denmark, and a draw wouldn't actually knock Australia out of the competition. So I see this one being actually a little bit cagey, a little bit cat and mouse, and uh, both teams being very disciplined. Uh, but if we are going to have a, a punt on it, I'm definitely leaning towards the under. Yeah, I'm with you on the under. Uh, that's right now under two is plus 110 at .eu. Um I, I think for me, Nick, I'm going to go the draw here, plus 253. Yeah, I think that, you know, the draw's not entirely out of the question. We haven't seen any draws yet in the uh, the second round of matches. Um, but uh, they've all been pretty tight, you know. I mean, there's obviously three games today, all 1-0. So um, teams are beginning to figure out what they did uh, what they did poorly from the first game, make adjustments, tighten up at the back, and we'll see that, to, we'll see that in this game. And Australia's likely to go with a 4-4-1-1 again, which is uh, really going to sort of keep it, uh, keep a lot of players uh, back defensively and still give them a couple of players lead out for the, for the counter. Uh, and, but uh, the bad team news for Denmark, by the way, which is interesting, is that uh, William Kvist is going to miss the match. He's the midfielder for Denmark that's actually been quite influential for them. So, uh, again, the more I look at that and the Australia going to come out in the same sort of formation, the more I think draw on this one. So I'm going to go draw plus 245. So, uh, and the under, we both agree. Shall we go to the next match? Uh, we talked about Peru. This is Peru-France. And I mentioned earlier uh, Cueva's missed penalty for Peru and how much that would affect him mentally coming into the next match, which is this one. Um, I have to like France for this one, Nick. Uh, I, for me, this is the acid test for the French. Uh, I think Paul Pogba scoring a goal in the last match was exceptionally important because this is a young player that has a lot to prove. And I think that frustration of getting that first goals out of the way. I like the French team for this. I thought the Peruvian team were very capable, showed some great flair, some good defending. I was impressed with the Peruvian team. I think, uh, the uh, again, we talk about the Fox broadcasters. They did say something I thought that was really relevant. They said that, you know, the key to France is do they grow into this tournament? And I think the answer to this is going to be yes. I think we're going to see this in this match. Uh, for me, I like France on this. It's two and a half. I don't know if I like the over on this, but I do like France at minus 162. I think there's some, actually some nice little value there. Uh, the draws plus 309 if you think Peru can actually score uh, against France or keep it scoreless. Uh, I like France minus 162. And as for the over under at two and a half, I'm probably inclined to go with the under on this one, Nick. Well, I'm going to have to disagree with you about the under. I actually think we've got two very attack-minded teams here. Yes, France weren't at uh, fifth gear in their opening game against Australia, but they still had enough 
in the tank to score two goals and to get the victory. Meanwhile, I thought Peru were very unlucky, actually, not to get something out of their game against Denmark. They really go forward. Yeah. They go forward with numbers. They're very skillful. Yes, they missed the penalty, which would have completely changed the whole complexion of the game. And the other interesting thing for me is the amount of Peruvian support that's actually out there in Russia. I think we've got two teams. Obviously, France knows that a victory will put them in this second round. Peru know that they must simply get a win to stay inside the competition. I really like a wide-open game, lots of goals, but I will have to go with you and say that France will take this one because, well, they're France and it's the sensible thing to do. Does Deschamps start with Giroud up top? Oh, absolutely. I think Oliver Giroud gives France this, this fantastic look. You have Giroud up top, you have Griezmann playing off him, and then you've got that wonderful midfield that is just loaded with talent. Yeah, and of course, uh, Jabril Bay apparently is uh, going to be okay. He uh, was uh, injured. He was taken off injured in the Australia match. This is the team news, which is somewhat important, by the way, if you're planning on having a punt at any of these games to know who's, who's playing and who's not. So, Nick, uh, for our money, we're both agreeing France. You're taking the over. I'm taking the under. Uh, Peru need uh, cannot lose. If Peru lose on this, then they're out. Uh, yeah. But if they uh, if they can get a draw, they're going to be alive until the last uh, the last match, the, the final match of the group. So it is interesting. Peru have a lot to play for here. Uh, so this is not going to be a quiet match. In fact, at this point in the tournament, there are going to be very few quiet matches. By the way, uh, but okay, we both agree. France my, and uh, minus one sixty two. It's not horrible value, by the way. It's not horrible. That's value. right. Yeah. Um, Okay, or you could do like I do, which is, uh, you know, win, win the money line and, and, and lose the over-under and still come out down. But that, that's all right. Don't tell anyone. Okay, uh, next match. <laughs> group C. <laughs> this is a Group C, uh, Group D matchup. This is probably uh, the most anticipated match of the day uh, by far. It's Croatia, an extremely good team. I mean, really, really like Croatia playing against Argentina, who really, really struggled. Uh, and... Um, uh, we're going to have to see. Uh, this is it. This is the acid test for uh, Leonard, as I call him, Leonard Messi, because he's in Russia, obviously. Uh, is he going to be able to step up to the big stage like his, like his friend over there in Portugal and make a, and make a, make a real difference for this team? This Argentine team, um, they couldn't break down Iceland. On the other hand, Nick, we know Iceland could be very difficult to break down, right? Um, Croatia, though, this is a big, strong team that would like to have a go at them. And will they create the space that Messi can use to make stuff happen? Um, it's a hard one for me to pick. If Argentina lose this match, they're in real, real, real trouble, Nick Webster. If they draw this, oh, this match, one. they're in real, real, real trouble. They have to really win this match. So this is going to be a terrific match to watch. Uh, it is a two goals on the over/under. The over is plus. Uh, the over is minus 143. So the bookies are expecting a lot of goals in this match. The under is plus 128. Uh, Croatia is plus 290. Argentina is plus uh, 115. So they're not. They're not a massive favorite here. And the draw is plus 232. Uh, draw would be disastrous. Uh, Argentina have to win this match. Nick, how do you see this one going? Well, this one is an absolute monster. Uh, one of the biggest games of the second round of games in this in this World Cup. And, I mean, you, you've hit the nail on the head. I mean, Argentina can't afford to lose this game. They really can't afford to draw this game. Right. They actually have to go out and win this game. So now the onus is on them to do the attacking. I can see Croatia just sitting back. Thank you very much. Like you said, they're big, they're powerful. We've seen how disciplined they are, but they have one of the most creative midfields in the entire tournament. I could see Argentina being forced to make the running and Croatia picking them off on the break. And I really like this Croatian team. I think they've got the mentality. They've got the cohesion. And currently right now, Argentina seem to be all at sea with this, you know, this Leonard Messi nonsense yeah. where there's, just, there's too much pressure on the lad. Um, you know, you know, given the given the fact, Nick, I mean, he's got Sergio Aguero, he's got Pavon, there's Messi up front. I mean, they play three up top. Those are three big names. It's not just about the one guy. 
But somehow, Nick, it all does become about the one guy. And, and what's funny is if you look at the Croatian team, we had this discussion when we were looking at the last Croatia game. The Croatian team is, in fact, the engine room of the big teams in Europe. Barcelona, Real Madrid, some of the teams in England. I mean, if you want to look at what's driving the midfield of those teams, particularly the Real Madrid European Championship teams, uh, well, the, you know, that, that is, uh, they're Croatian. So, yeah. I mean, you know, this is, I, I actually quite like Croatia for this match, Nick. I think this could be the upset of the tournament right here. As, as corny as it sounds, I'm going to say that the first game in this goal is just monumental. And should Croatia score it, they will go on and win the game. And I wouldn't be surprised if they won it comfortably because, as I've said, I think they have the ability to pick off uh, Argentina on the break. So it's it behooves Argentina to maybe keep the game tight. Um, Croatia want to keep it tight because they've already got the three points yeah. in the bag. I, I'm leaning towards, you know, I, I want to say an over just because I love attacking football and we and we have two teams that can score a lot of goals. But I'm, I'm kind of leaning towards, towards the under, an under yeah. because I, I, I just think it might be a little, you know, a little tight and uh, Croatia, Croatia pick Argentina off. But I, I think Croatia's good value for a win. OK, if, 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 if you're feeling if you're feeling your oats tomorrow. You know, check the lineups, but I, 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 I've got the sneaking feeling about Croatia. They could be good value. Maybe take them with uh, straight up because I believe it's they get half a goal, so a draw and you'd still win. Well, uh, I'm just looking at the team news, Nick, uh, and there are no injury concerns for uh, Argentina here uh, at all at this point. Uh, they're uh, they're 100%, and Croatia. Uh, Nikola Kalinic was sent home for uh, refusing to be subbed on uh, when they played Nigeria. I don't know if you knew that. So they're down one forward, uh, but that's okay. Other than that, no other, uh, no other injuries. Interesting, some locker room turmoil potentially with the Croatian team. But look, Nick, I'm with you. I like Croatia plus 290, great value. Argentine team did anything but impress me. Uh, so uh, Messi is not the type of player uh, that can handle this all on his own, particularly against the big, strong powerful and fast Croatian team. All right, we're going to go to break. We'll be right back to wrap it up here on Fist Street Soccer. Nick Eber, Nick Webster with you. Find us on the web at fiststreetsports.com. We'll be right back after this. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today... Withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? but you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. 1-800-316-1738. 
Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. Welcome back to the show, Fifth Street Soccer. Once again, big hello to our men and women in uniform listening to us on American Forces Network. And of course, if you're listening to us on an affiliate station of the Sports Byline USA or SB Nation Radio Networks, uh, we do welcome you to the show. Uh, we're also on iHeartRadio. Tune in. Uh, we're on Facebook Live. We're on YouTube, where if you just uh, wet your finger and stick it in the air, you can probably pick us up through the ether. Uh, find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Fifth Street Sports Talk. All right, folks, that's just about going to wrap up the show. Um, I'm just going to recap our picks. Nick, if I'm wrong, uh, yell and scream as to our picks. I don't want to misrepresent your position in any way here, like a good lawyer. Australia, Denmark, uh, we both have the draw for that uh, and the under, correct? We're good. Big thumbs up with that. All right, Peru, France. Well, this one, we both have France. Nick, you have the under and I have the over. You have tomato. Oh, no, and... no, 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 way. no, you have the I over. Have, I have the over and France. Okay. Yeah, all right. And then I have, uh, I guess I have the under in France, which may, which maybe I'll change, but that's fine. I'll leave it under. Oh, yeah, oh. There we go. No. All right. Uh, the next one, Croatia, Argentina. We both like Croatia to nick this one. And at plus 290, we see great value here. And we have both have the under at plus 143. Are we in agreement? Uh, Comrade Webster. We, we are, sir. We are. Otherwise, it's to the gulag for you. Yeah, right. Head over to betterlysports.eu. If you sign up right now and use affiliate code Fist Street, you can get a 50% bonus on your deposit up to $1,000. Don't waste a moment. Head over to betterlysports.eu and take our picks. And, uh, you know, we'll be seeing you in your brand new Lamborghini in, in short order. Send us picks, all right? Uh, by the way, I want to thank everyone that's participating in the discussion on Facebook. Uh, you can continue it at facebook.com forward slash Fifth Street Sports Talk. Once again, we are also on the web, of course, at fiststreetsports.com. I want to thank everyone at Sports Byline USA, SB Nation Radio, uh, everyone here in our studios here in Las Vegas. I want to thank my co-host, Nick Webster. It's a lot of thanking going on. It's almost like I've won an award. But maybe, maybe soon, maybe soon. Until tomorrow, Nick Webster, we'll see how we did. All right, everyone, cheers. Enjoy the matches, and we'll speak to you tomorrow, 1 p.m. Pacific. And then again, 6 p.m. Pacific, right here on the Sports Byline Network.